I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. We've never really seen this before, which is a former president of the United States on his way to surrender um, to a court, uh, to a district attorney's investigator who will officially arrest him, take his fingerprints, charge him with a felony, and then deliver him to a courtroom where he has to enter a plea. Durham probe into the Russia collusion hoax. President Trump has just been impeached on both Article the 1 The only president of the United States to be impeached for a second January time. January 6th committee releasing its final 845-page report. Former President Donald Trump has been indicted. Remember this. Nothing worth doing ever, ever, ever came easy. Following your convictions, means you must be willing to face criticism from those who lack the same courage to do what is right. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. This is a party that wants an outsider badly. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. You must keep pushing forward. Never, ever give up. There'll be times in your life you'll want to quit, you'll want to go home. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just never quit. You will build a future where we have the courage to chase our dreams no matter what the cynics and the doubters have to say. You will have the confidence to speak the hopes in your hearts and to express the love that stirs your souls. And you will have the faith to replace a broken establishment with a government that serves and protects the people. They're not coming after me, they're coming after you. I'm just standing in their way. Four, three. Today is four, three. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. 2023, Anno Domini. And, you know, there's certain dates whether it be a military event or a tragedy that we always remember when we look back and we say, these are the days that America changed because President Trump has not yet been arraigned, but earlier today, I was guest hosting for Charlie Kirk when that motorcade came out that 
SUV motorcade from Mar-a-Lago into the airport. And he flew up to New York. And I said, we are witnessing the funeral procession for the Republic. And when you look specifically at that aerial shot, you have to understand that America has now joined a very select club of countries that have arrested a former leader. Countries like, oh, just storied, wonderful countries like Uganda and Nicaragua and Bolivia and Cambodia. Countries like, oh, I don't know, the Soviet Union, communist China. On Ukraine, by the way, don't forget Ukraine. I will not be accused of Ukraine erasure around here. Well, so this represents a new day for us as a country. Do we have the republic that was bequeathed to us? No, we don't. And for a long time, People have said, well, we just got to get back. We just, we just got to get back to the way things used to be. We just got to get back. They're not going back. Okay, you can't just find some, you know, magic lawsuit or find some magic beans or magic dirt or whatever it is to, uh, to turn the country back to the way it used to be. It doesn't work that way. But, but. We now can look around and take stock of the country that we currently are, and we can decide which road do we want to go. Do we want to continue down this road, the road of authoritarianism, the road of locking up the leaders of the political opposition, or do we want to go down the road of rebuilding America reborn? The anger you feel today is the strength that will fuel you tomorrow as we go through all of our new endeavors, as we go through everything. With all that our country has gone through, with the state of affairs of American history as it's been, the world wars, Korea and Vietnam, the Civil War, our flag's been through a lot as Johnny Cash once said. And I think she can take a whole lot more. She can. We're not gonna let the events of today make us forget what America is all about, what America stands for, and what America is. But at the same time, we're not gonna take this lying down. So we're not gonna take the bait. We're gonna stay peaceful. But we are going to remember this and we're going to respond. Think about it, folks. They want you to be scared. They want you to be terrified. They want you to be demoralized. They want you to be quiet. They want you to be silent. They're the ones who are scared. They're the ones who are desperate. That's why they're doing this. That's why they're doing all of this. And DA Alvin Bragg, with the bodies lying in the streets of New York City, of murder victims piling up day by day by day. He decides to do what with his free time? Oh, he's going to go after Mr. New York himself, a man 
who was born and made on the streets of this city, where I am right now in New York City because I have traveled up here and I will be here tomorrow and I'm not going anywhere until this is over. That's a promise. That's a promise that I'm making to you. Stay tuned. We're going to go through the rest of this. Human Events Daily continues. So Donald Trump, I think, has walked back or tried to walk back some of what he's been doing, but he is not going to enjoy the same First Amendment rights of um, speaking out. If he ends up saying things that are inciting violence, the judge can severely restrict what he's saying as a defendant out on bail. Um, because um, that judge now has authority over him. That's going to obviously annoy Donald Trump to no end, who's not used to uh, having somebody telling him what to do, where he, the penalty for that can be additional charges or even going to jail. So the question we have before us, will there be a gag order in this case? Well, we're digging through this and we're looking at Newsweek. What does it say? Gag orders are very common in criminal cases, particularly in cases where there is an enormous amount of pretrial publicity, like this one. The person expected to responsible for deciding the conditions of Trump, Trump's release is Juan Mershon, a New York State Supreme Court justice, who the former president has said hates him and was handpicked by the co- prosecutors. Others noted that attacking the judge was not the smartest move, et cetera, et cetera. But so what's really going on with a gag order? A gag order is issued by the court to restrict information being made public about the case it is overseeing, usually designed to prevent the release of information that might alter the outcome of the case or parties from commenting on the case. Under New York law, breaching such an order could be ruled as contempt, which is punishable by a fine of up to $1,000 or 30 days in prison at the court's discretion. They're trying to limit public's, the public's discourse about the case. Limit the public's discourse about the case. Are you kidding me right now? Now, we don't know if this is going to happen. This might come down tomorrow. So we're told the timeline of things. President Trump in New York tonight, spending the night in Trump Tower, the night in the tower, the night before. And then tomorrow he'll arrive at the courthouse, we're told, around 11 o'clock in the morning here Eastern Time in New York City. Then he'll be there until about 3 or 4. The arraignment itself will take place at the courthouse. I spoke to Gavin Wax of the New York Club, and he said that more than likely what they'll do is because the arraignment, it's, or excuse me, the processing and the fingerprinting take place in the DA's office, which is just across the street from the courtroom. So President Trump will arrive there at 11 o'clock. Then he'll use a series of tunnels, which is colloquially referred to here in in, uh, in New York as the tombs. So he'll be going through the tombs from the DA's office to the Manhattan Criminal Court, where the arraignment will take place at 2.15 p.m. Eastern. He's then expected to leave from the courthouse, go back to his plane at LaGuardia, fly down to Mar-a-Lago, and deliver an address to the nation. None of this has happened before. But the idea that a gag order, which we'll know at that 2.15 arraignment in court, is complete insanity. Especially when you're talking about a kid, they'll say, oh, it's very common. None about this is common. Nothing about this is common. Not even a little bit of this is common. Look, 
do you really think that you're going to be able to clamp down on public discourse of this case? Are you kidding me right now? No, of course not. There's going to be nothing but public discourse. It's the most important case in the entire world right now. The entire world. Now, people will say, they'll say, well, Posa, wait, 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 what about murder cases? What about rape cases? What about all these other cases? What terrible things are happening? Look, look, I'm saying it's the most important case because it is a case about freedom versus tyranny. Are we going to be a country? And in a sense, we already know, right? In a sense, we already know. Because the idea that you would take someone who is, even if you don't like former President Trump, you have to say that he is an individual. He is his own man. Nobody makes up his mind for him. Nobody tells him what to do what to think, what to say. People have tried, and he might listen. Look, I, I had dinner with him not too long ago, and he listened. He is a, he's an excellent listener, by the way. Actually, just not on his phone, not focused on anything else. He's laser-focused when you talk to him, but he makes up his own mind. He's not one of these people that goes into Google and says, what's the science? What's the, you know, what's the way things are leaning right now? What's the, um, you know, what's this? What's the, no. Not even a little bit. He's one of the last people to be able to sit there and say, I disagree. I'm going to do things a different way because I think this is the way to go. And so to take a guy like that and have the full power of the state, of the establishment, of the people who want this to happen behind it, it is insanity. And to think that you're going to be able to put a gag order on this and say, oh, well, you know, it's no big deal. It's common in these cases. Prevent discourse. It's a joke. But it's also a trap. It is also a trap because what they want this judge, we're going to talk about him in the next segment. They want him to be able to do is to come in and say he's broken the gag order and now we can throw him in jail. Because they want that image. And I ain't talking about one of these mid-journey version 5 AI pre-created images. No, 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 no. They want the real thing. They want to put a former president of the United States behind bars. Not because they claim he killed somebody. Because they hate him. And because they will do anything to our country to make their sick, twisted, fantasies come true and you better learn to embrace the suck because all of this is coming we're laying out for you not what we don't want to happen i'm explaining to you what i think is going to happen stay tuned be right back folks it's hard to trust anything or anyone these days our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for the worst? True freedom comes with self-reliance, and that means having a solid supply of emergency food on hand. Right now, My Patriot Supply is knocking $200 off their popular three-month emergency food kit. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and grab this special price before it ends. Your three-month emergency food kit provides over 2,000 calories each day for optimal strength and energy in stressful situations. Best of all, it's delicious. Your entire family will love it and draw a wide variety of breakfast, lunches, dinners, drinks, and 
snacks. Listen, you will have be very glad to have this food when disaster strikes. And we've seen disaster a lot lately, specifically in the Midwest. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on each kit your family needs. Be sure to get one kit per person. Do not put off preparedness any longer. Tomorrow may be too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. A lawyer for Mr. Trump saying Sunday that he doesn't believe the judge is biased, but adding that his team will let this process play out and pursue legal options if needed because Mr. Trump's team vehemently believes that this is all political persecution or, in Mr. Trump's words, a witch hunt. So you That's don't believe this judge is biased? Out because he's the victim. I have no reason to believe this okay. judge is biased. I've not been before him on this matter. So I, we have to let this process play out. Last year, this judge who will preside over Mr. Trump's arraignment and potentially his trial, as you said, Mitch, also oversaw the criminal tax fraud case against the Trump organization. Ex-CFO Alan Weisselberg pleaded guilty in that case. He's currently in prison at Rikers. And this judge is also presiding over a criminal case against former top White House advisor Steve Bannon, who is facing fraud and money laundering charges. Now, Cy Vance, the former district attorney for Manhattan, says the judge is experienced. He's going to want to set a firm trial date. And there are many questions this morning whether this will go to trial before Election Day 2024. So Juan Mershon, Juan Mershon, the judge handling the case and here from NPR. And I'll, I'll even give NPR a little bit of credit credit because NPR even says the judge handling the unusual and historic case. So even NPR admits that this is an unusual case. <laughs> it makes no sense because remember, we're, we're told again that it's it's business fraud because payments that were used, uh, they claim as hush money payments to some stripper using the word of a discredited lawyer and her former discredited lawyer, both of which have been convicted. That's Michael Cohen and Michael Avenatti, uh, that these payments were fraudulent and that the fraud was done to cover up a crime, the crime being that of a campaign finance violation. And because it was a campaign finance violation, that is actually a felony, which makes it a felony charge. Again, th these are all sorts of things that even if it was a campaign finance violation, which it's not, even if it was last year, the Clinton campaign was able to settle a campaign finance violation with uh, paying off a $130,000 fine. Actually, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that about the same amount that we're told Stormy Daniels was paid from the FEC? This is what did Hillary Clinton do? Oh, she funded the Steele dossier, actual election-related payments, the Steele dossier that was then used to become the Russia investigation, the Russia hoax, which lasted for years. That was a fine. The Obama administration paid the largest, or excuse me, uh, campaign, the Obama campaign paid the largest ever fine in American history to the Federal Elections Commission for over $1 million of a fine for wrongfully recording payments and donations that were made to the campaign. Not a criminal charge. So again, let's look at this judge. Now, of course, here we go. Here we go. NPR back at it. Oh, Juan Manuel Mershon, a veteran of the New York high court system who has spent more than 15 years on the bench and is no stranger to high profile prosecutions, particularly those involving Trump and his associates. What do we mean by this? 
last year, Mershon oversaw the closely watched criminal tax fraud case against Trump's company, the Trump Organization, where uh, these entities controlled by President Trump were found guilty of 17 counts of tax fraud and falsifying business expenses, and again, ordered to pay a penalty. A $1.6 million penalty, right? And these these were over, these, uh, these cases of um, benefits, uh, fringe benefits that were given to employees, expenses that they were able to take, which is honestly, to be fair, pretty common stuff, especially for New York City and for companies there. Cases that would never ever, you know, these are, these are paper cases that would never ever have been brought had he not run and won for president in 2016, and we're talking about running for president again. Former Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg pled guilty in the case, served as the star witness, and even then, the judge handed him a five-month prison sentence. Same judge, Juan Marchand, and actually said that he would have had handed him down a harsher sentence if he hadn't already agreed to the plea deal, according to Politico. Mershon is currently also overseeing the criminal case against who? Steve Bannon. You guys remember Steve Bannon. You've heard of him, right? He's the host of a little TV show called The War Room here on Real America's Voice. Uh, Bannon is facing, quote, fraud and money laundering charges related to the We Build the Wall situation again. We would never know this, but let's go through. We would never have been talking to any of this stuff if it wasn't for Trump. According to New York Law Journal, Mershon has been an acting judge of the New York Supreme Court since 2009. Uh, people are saying he's smart, serious, and even-tempered. Of course, that's that's NPR's uh, you know setup. He doesn't like prosecutors or defendants create any issues in his courtroom. He doesn't let a media circus or any kind of circus happen. So he doesn't let a media circus happen. What do you think this case is, NPR? What do you think we're here? This, the whole thing is a circus. It's a three-ring circus, and Juan Marchand is the ringmaster right now. Not even Alvin Bragg, because if Juan, because Juan Marchand has the ability to look at these cases. He could look right now at these charges, and he could say, this is a joke, this is political, and he could dismiss it. He could dismiss it right now if he didn't want the media circus. And all of this would go away. And President Trump could hop back on that plane, fly, fly right back to Mar-a-Lago. And perhaps, perhaps we could start to try to go back to the country that we used to be. But let me tell you something. This judge, he's not going to do that. He wants to play out the entire thing. This judge is going to let it go all the way through. And to be honest, I don't even know if there's a single judge in America that would do differently. Maybe some of the very older judges. Maybe someone like like the judge that Kyle Rittenhouse had in his case. Someone who actually understands the values of this country. Someone who understands the history of American law. And someone who could look at this and say, this is clearly being brought for political purposes. You are not, you are not even coming close to satisfying any of the merits of the allegations that you allege here. You certainly don't have evidence that it was covering up a crime. You certainly don't have the ability to trump this up to a felony. And that should, by the way, 
we'll see uh, what happens with the president's legal team. But the very first thing they should do is focus on that felony charge and try to knock that down because it is the absolute weakest link. And even CNN, even The New York Times, Maggie Haberman, they've all pointed that out. So we'll see. But folks, just as we close out here, remember, there are times in life where you get a gut punch but it's also a gut check. You need to take it, breathe in, and decide whether you're gonna go down or whether you're gonna keep fighting. I'll tell you something, I've already made my decision and I'm not gonna stop. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.